All right, welcome back to Local News Live. I'm Victoria Shirley. We are covering the Artemis One launch. And if you're getting deja vu, that's because the launch was scrubbed earlier this week, but it's now planned for tomorrow. We are going to bring on our digital desk anchor from Huntsville, Alabama, WAFF's Charles Montgomery. Charles, thank you so much for joining us here today. Yeah, great to be here. All right, so your station is based in Huntsville, Alabama, and Huntsville plays a crucial role in the Artemis One launch mission. Can you explain how? Yes, yeah, so a lot of people might not know this, but we are considered Rocket City USA, our minor league baseball team, our double-A team. They're called the Rocket City Trash Pandas, so everything and anything here in Huntsville revolves around NASA and space exploration, and they have a significant role to play in Artemis One like they have in so many other missions because this is where the Marshall Space Flight Center is located, and Marshall is home to the Space Launch System Program Office, which leads the planning, design, development, testing, evaluation, production, and operation of the integrated launch vehicle. The, the SLS Engineering Support Center is also located in the Huntsville Operations and Support Center, which allows engineers specializing in the engines, boosters, and many other factors when it comes to the rocket to be here and be available if, the, if anything happens during countdown or during the flight for the mission itself. All right, and in preparation for the first attempt to launch, I saw your station did several stories digging into that launch. Uh, what types of stories were you telling uh, ahead of the, the first attempt to launch? Our very own evening anchor, Liz Hurley, she is immersed in NASA coverage. That has been a major part of her career during broadcasting. And so she did a lot of stories talking about the connection that Huntsville has to the launch itself, how this launch actually came about, how the Artemis program has developed, not just throughout this year with wet dress rehearsals and obviously what happened on Monday, but what has happened over the last few years with the development of this project, the development of this mission to eventually go back to the moon, hopefully in the next few years. So she did a lot of stories along those lines, but then she also talked to NBC's Lester Holt, and he talked about how he had the opportunity to go down and do some simulator training like some of the astronauts do he got to try on some of the new suits that they actually have for, for NASA astronauts as well, including one that will be on Artemis 1 when it does launch. A mannequin will be wearing that suit. Very own Lester Holt, he got to try that on. So she talked to him about that as well and getting a nice in-depth look of what they're doing in preparation for this launch. And she's been down there all week giving us great coverage in Cape Canaveral as we've all been sitting by very anxiously. We've been patient, but we've been very anxious throughout the week to finally get this thing off the ground and on its way to the moon. And uh, you answered one of my questions, actually. So we know that your anchor, Liz Hurley, was down in Florida for the first attempt to launch. So it sounds like she hasn't left. Um, and you guys had so such a great plan for the first launch. Were you disappointed? Was the team disappointed at all when it wasn't able to lift off? We were definitely disappointed. We were prepared Monday for it to happen. I was in early at the station, earlier than I'd like to admit probably, and we were here prepared to go and be able to stream it and cover it and watch the rocket itself take off. But we knew going into Monday morning the possibility of the launch being scrubbed, which it ended up being scrubbed, of course. But yes, we were disappointed. Of course, they've had this watch party. They had it planned at the U.S. Space and Rocket Center, which is here in Huntsville. And they had that plan with, they had over 2,000 people there Monday morning, bright and early 
early, ready to watch Artemis 1 take flight, and those people were severely disappointed. But, of course, they're going to have another watch party set for tomorrow, so hopefully around 1.17 our time here, they will open that launch window, and it will be the time for Artemis 1, the mission, to finally take off and get going. But we were definitely disappointed. We were so prepared for it to go, but we understand the problems behind trying to do something to this capability that NASA has, and they've talked about it throughout their teleconferences this week, talking about what they've tried to overcome, what they were prepared for, and things that have just also popped up throughout the week that have become new things that they try to overcome as they look forward to possibly launching Artemis on Saturday. Wow, 2,000 people at that watch party. I wonder if all of them are going to go back, if it's going to feel like complete deja vu. Um, is the excitement still there in your newsroom? I know this has been an incredibly exciting thing to report on. It definitely is. We really are still excited. I get to come in tomorrow. We get to stream. We plan to stream starting at 1 o'clock with Liz down there in Cape Canaveral. Hopefully I can talk with her a little bit before the launch and then get her perspective on what's happening down there. And so we are looking forward to it still. We've prepared since earlier this week knowing that they could kick it to Saturday, that we had that opportunity to come in, cover the launch still, and we're just as excited as we were going into Monday that it could still launch this weekend. And that leads me into my next question. Uh, run us through the plans for tomorrow. Run us through what people can expect if they watch WAFF's coverage. And we will be carrying part of your coverage too, so it will actually be available to a nationwide audience. So kind of run through the plans and what we can expect to see tomorrow. And if you haven't heard of Liz Hurley and her career, she is one of the best when it comes to NASA coverage. I go to her with any of my questions when it comes to space travel because nine times out of ten she's going to get me an answer and I don't have to spend any time Googling it or going on my phone or anything along those lines. I can go to Liz and that's what we plan to have tomorrow starting at one o'clock our time, two o'clock Eastern. We will start a stream. I will be here conducting that stream and like I said, hopefully chatting back and forth with Liz, hearing what they've talked about throughout the week down there in Cape Canaveral, what they prepared for for Saturday Saturday, but then looking at the factors that they could be facing tomorrow as well. They've talked about weather possibly developing as well. So it's something that we want to keep an eye on. And then there's those things that were the problems Monday, which caused the mission to be scrubbed and pushed to Saturday, that they focused on throughout the week, updating the public, updating us, the media as well, talking about, hey, these are still things we are having to keep track of. Just because it's five days later, those things didn't disappear. We still have to focus on them. So we plan tomorrow to start about 1 o'clock Central Time with the stream with myself and Liz Hurley talking back and forth and then hopefully when that launch windows window opens at 117 it won't be very long after it opens that they begin the countdown phase to get Artemis 1 in the air. All right take two it's happening tomorrow and for as you had mentioned if for whatever reason that launch is scrubbed we will be back for take three and we will be heavily relying on your stations. Excellent work covering this very important story. Anything else that you'd like to add that I haven't asked you, Charles? No, I think we've touched about just everything. Thank you. All right, perfect. Well, we will keep a close eye on your website and your coverage and we'll be in contact with you throughout the day to be able to share any more interviews you're able to do with Liz. And thank you again, Charles, for joining us here on Local News Live. Of course, thanks for having me.
All right, again, that was Charles Montgomery with WAFF talking about Huntsville's critical role in the Artemis One mission and also the plans that their team is involved with to tell the stories of this uh, big mission that a lot of people have been counting on and waiting to see happen. So again, take two happening Saturday. We will see what happens then.